Well, somebody who worked for the Ford Motor Company, I didn't know that we were the ones who lost the election in 1979, but, but there we are. Um, my father was in Parliament, uh, as I'm sure many of you know, either in the House of Commons or the House of Lords for 60 years. And it's not really easy in my mind then to establish what really mattered in a career that was that long. Uh, during that time, as we've heard from several people already, um, he held the four most important offices of state, but he also held other more junior uh, jobs, more junior posts in government, um, and he was a senior figure in the Labour Party uh, during the uh, many years of opposition. And I think we should think about his political life as being as much about his general attitude to events events, dear boy, events, during that long period as being about important, specific contributions. You know, when a substantial figure, as I think he was, is in play for that long in senior positions, their attitudes to many of the small and large events can shape the long run just as much as the development of important, specific policy matters. But their comments and opinions and the arguments will help, as you say to me, shape the political weather. That's why I think that a lot of Jim's influence on the direction of politics should be seen from the perspective of his contribution to the debates as they arose. And these contributions, I suspect, were strongly influenced in their turn by the 33 years he spent before he entered Parliament. His 33 years there and then another 60 years in Parliament, so one-third, two-thirds. And so we're really seeing um, the results of during his time in Parliament, an up upbringing in considerable family financial hardship, brought about by the death of his father uh, when he was nine years old. The, the results of the strong association with the Baptist Church. Um, Jim was a, uh, as a young man, he was a respected Sunday school teacher uh, the great result, uh, the results uh, of a great affection for the Royal Navy, as we've had all of these things mentioned this evening, where his father was a professional seaman and uh, Jim himself was later um, served in the Royal Navy during the Second World War. The strong association with the trade union movement, the Inland Revenue Staff Federation, both as uh, early on as a member and later as Assistant General Secretary, and an understanding of socialism uh, through his reading on his own rather than you know, attending lectures or, or whatever of some of the great authors of that time, you know, Bernard Shaw, H.G. Wells, G.D.H. Cole, um, Harold Lasky and, and many others. And he writes in his autobiography about the strength of these early influences uh, when he says that his socialist reading as a young man led him to resign from the church. But they persuaded him back, telling him that his socialist principles were not, uh, uh, well, were quite compatible with the teaching of the church. Although he says that uh, thereafter the trade union movement and the Labour Party had first call on his energies. But he goes on to say, which I think shows the strength of these early influences, I never forgot the immense debt I owe to a Christian upbringing. And then I think a very telling phrase, he says, nor have I ever escaped its influence. 
And I think that those who knew him and worked with him, who are here, here this evening, would probably agree that uh, the confines of the values of these early life institutions um, were always with him. You could see it all the time in things he said, things he did, the way he reacted to, uh, to events. And uh, I mention all of this because these powerful influences provided the background against which he tested, I, I believe, opinions and policies on a wide range of issues over a period of 60 years. And, and they were probably just as important to him as the specific and perhaps more technical arguments associated with the policy issues with which he was confronted. I, I think he felt, um, I, don't, I don't know whether one would agree with me, I think he always felt most sure-footed when he was making decisions which he could readily relate to these basic tenets. And um, if I may be allowed just, just one more moment, he, I suspect, therefore, that Jim's experience is relevant to today's politics in a very obvious way, in that any party now looking to make different political, a different political future will have to deal with the deeply embedded influence on the present generation of politicians and voters of the Thatcher years and a strongly prevailing belief in a, I won't say a, a market economy, I think a market society. Uh, and whatever the reality of today may be telling them in terms of financial collapse or, or growing inequality. Because these were the years of their formative experience, today's politicians' formative experience. I think probably then that Thatcher's children isn't just an easy soundbite. It, it will have real political and is having real political consequences. So thank you very much for allowing me. <laughs> <laughs>